It is the familiar refrain on this week's Loftus Party. You've heard this song, you know this song, you love this song. Once again, Russia, 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 Nazi, 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 racist, racist, racist. Russia, we're back to Russia, Russia, Russia. We got, we got the uh, the FISA thing going on. Uh, it's all coming back around. It's all coming. And I think, and I'm, I'm just jumping in uh, full tilt boogie. I'm in a pretty good mood. Uh, it's Super Bowl Sunday as we record this, you guys. We'll talk a little bit about the Super Bowl as well. But we got to jump into the memo thing. Uh, this occurred to me I was watch- as I was watching the shows uh, today. Mm-hmm. I still don't know what the Russians did. I still don't know, and it, it and it's now become uh, part of uh, the narrative. It's just like uh, saying, oh, "Okay, the sky is blue, but how come clouds float?" We're in that. Everybody just goes, "Well, we all know Russia hacked the election." Like it's common knowledge. Uh, sugar is sweet, and Russia hacked. So I I, I just put it out on on Facebook again. Uh, on the the Loftus party, uh, and I want to I, 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 this this bear saying. Don't follow me on Mike Loftus comic if you're interested in politics. Nothing political ever happens there. It's a pretty boring Twitter account. The fun is all at the Loftus Party uh, Twitter account. So uh, I put it out on the Loftus Party uh, Facebook page. What did the Russians do? I still – I honestly – it's an honest question. And and God bless people. They're participating. They're They're commenting. And it's all a bunch of people going, well, in my opinion, they did this and this. In my opinion, they did that. I think they might have – no one – we've been doing this – we've been looking into this for a year, mm-hmm. over a year. No one knows what they did other than uh, Andrew Apple uh, uh, informed me a bunch of podcasts ago that they bought some ads on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Facebook and- has said so. Yes, and mm-hmm. and they were and they were fifty fifty. Mm-hmm. There there were uh, half of them were anti Trump, half of them were anti Hillary. So, and and this is just maybe there's other stuff. I don't know. Maybe if there's other stuff, please. Uh, well, I think Twitter. Let me know. Twitter has owned that there were some um, nests of what they call bots, right? So those are not real people. And I think the New York times last week did a huge expose on this, um, real people's identities being stolen to retweet like porn and stuff that they would never, ever involve themselves with. But, um, so there were these bot farms that would be involved in, in tweeting and, and amplifying the message around certain hashtags, but they were mm-hmm. on both sides of the aisle. Twitter has not found a way to stop this problem <laughs> um, because they popped up again with release the memo again on both yeah. sides saw, of the I aisle. I saw a screen grab of that, that it yeah. was just like uh, it had to have been 50 or 60 of mm-hmm. the exact same tweet. The exact now, same tweet. You could say that that's a uh, – that that's just somebody. It's just a retweet. It was a cleverly worded <laughs> tweet that no. just got retweeted. I think I think Twitter could solve this uh, really easily. 
I've I've actually you know said myself this is not a difficult problem to solve, but you know Twitter Twitter has I don't think Twitter took it seriously. Um, the problem with these types of accounts until New York Times did that expose. I think now they're trying to figure out how to protect their API from those types of organizations because in all reality wow, wow, wow. I don't even know what an API is. What's an API? Well, that's their that's their system. So like Twitter's they, so lame. Twitter sucks so bad. I yeah. really don't like it. I really don't. And it's and it's worthless. It's mm-hmm. worthless. Well, it, Facebook is so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Fa- uh, the the Loftus Party website is so much more fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twitter is just oh my god! You know what it is? It's graffiti. It's social graffiti. Twitter is the bathroom in the great big dive bar <laughs> that is our country's social media. Somebody, you go into Twitter. Hillary Clinton sucks, and then somebody draws a dick uh, on it. <laughs> And then the person who drew the dick gets thrown out of the bar. Right. <laughs> they don't. Yeah, it's it's lame. It's such a. But you know what? It, it, I, I'm addicted to it. I'm completely. It's just it is. It's graffiti. And I don't I don't like to do the mud slinging and get mean. But like, bleh, I feel like I'm literally wasting my life even talking about it. It's yeah. just so lame. Nobody interacts. You put up a, a link uh, to a video and bleh, Facebook, for as lame as Facebook is, uh, is, is so much better. However, uh, no one knows what Russia did. Well, and, and, and oh, we know, but we all know the security company. All the security companies can agree. The blah 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 blah. The CIA and the DOJ. Like, if they know, if they know, tell me. Well, we what do know do? that no voting machines were hacked. Correct. So the election wasn't hacked. John Podesta and the DNC were hacked. Mm-hmm. And if John Podesta hadn't clicked on the link from the Nigerian priest, he wouldn't have been hacked. Nigerian priest. <laughs> or prince, sorry. <laughs> I'm like, there's a misspoke, new one. Misspoke, misspoke. There's a new one. There, a Nigerian <laughs> prince, a Nigerian priest, uh, a Niger- <laughs> they're all from Nigeria. Is that is that a is that one of those s-hole countries that Trump was talking about? Um, not no. I, actually, that's not one of them. Bummer. They do okay. That's why the prince They're has so okay. much freaking money. Yes. So <laughs> no one knows what Russia away. did. It, this seems now if if you take everything like at the worst case scenario, uh, they decided to blame Russia, and that somehow. Uh, Donald Trump and I swear to God, you guys, I'm, I'm literally trying to see this from the other side and, and, and just bear with me as I sift through all this garbage. If there was collusion with the Trump campaign, what was the bombshell? Like if it was or was it money? How like if I just don't know what the crime is we're, we're prosecuting here. We're all – everybody's just like – it seems to me like the tail is wagging the dog. The cart Completely. is before the horse and 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 I, I don't – I mean I kind of understand how we got here. But like did the Trump campaign uh, run out of money in October before the election and some Russian oligarch – they love to say oligarch. Uh, some – oh, did someone sweep in and, and go, here's a bunch of money? Was it money? It, was it information? Was there a big uh, – where is the bombshell? Where is 
if there was a crime, uh, like they were, I just don't know where, where are the results of that? Well, they talk about this back channel establishment, which, oh, by the way, is has happened many times in the past. They give examples both in Reagan's administration and the Kennedy administration. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. If if Russia helped Trump, how did they help him? Yeah, I don't I don't see a direct line to that at all with what with the information that that's out there. The thing that I think Russia tried to do was to make Democrats and Republicans hate each other even more. <laughs> like seriously. Yeah, but let's like so how is so how is Trump and how the the, the very uh, and that's what the FISA memo, this whole memo thing gets to really is that is that Trump is being accused of some crime, and then and what now they're talking about is obstruction of justice. That's like, uh, Michael, you stole my candy. Uh, no, I didn't uh, steal your candy. Okay, well, we want to come in your house and search uh, for the candy. Okay, mm-hmm. I don't want you to come in my house because you might find out that I'm splitting my cable box and I'm getting one one TV for free when I'm only <laughs> right I'm, I got right. hooked up to two TVs but I'm only paying for one so I don't want the police in my house uh, and count your candy you still have all your candy well I think I had more you stole it I need to come in your house no you can't obstruction of justice it's 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 reaching uh, crazy proportions now well, and and the memo came out, and that was written by you know the head of the House Intelligence Oversight Committee. The thing that's not um, being very well publicized is there is already an Inspector General looking at the Hillary Clinton campaign and the Hillary Clinton investigation as a whole because of some of the things that have come out. I'm going to be really interested in what the Inspector General has to say. I am too. And yep. then here's a, here's another heads up. Uh, for everyone who who listens to the show, uh, uh, there will be a Democratic uh, response. They're saying that uh, that the Republicans cherry picked this information about the Steele dossier. And and just for the record, I want to say this: Steele dossier is a really cool name for a band. You can have that. Somebody, somebody out there listening to this is struggling for the name of their '80s hair band, and Steele dossier is a really cool name. <laughs> I can already see the logo. There's flames. We are Steel Dossier. Are you ready to rock, Puxatone? <laughs> so you can have that. You can have the name Steel because you got the double E's in Steel and the double S in Dossier. Mm-hmm. That would be a sweet ass, like Van Halen kind of a logo. The block letters coming at you, maybe on the edge of a spaceship like Boston bad, did back. Okay. Uh, I, I digress. You know there's what the steel be, dossier be, actually is, though. Uh, it's crap. Well, uh, here's it's crap, what's going to happen. The, here's oh. what we're going to find out. Here's what we're going to find out. There's another. They're going to go. It wasn't based entirely on the steel dossier, and it wasn't the the FISA warrant wasn't based entirely on that. Nor was it based entirely on uh, the Yahoo News story. There was another dossier, and and that's what's going to come out. And this dossier, uh, my sources tell me. Uh, was written by a young uh, a person by the name of Cody Shear. Uh, Cody Shear wrote this uh, dossier, and and uh, Cody Shear uh, used to be a reporter, but is now a political activist, and is very good friends with guess who, Sidney Blumenthal. 
So I think mm. the the Democrats are going to wrap themselves up in, oh, there's another one. There's another dossier. And then you're going to find out the author of that one uh, was a, a political why hack. Didn't, why didn't McCabe or Comey or anybody ever say anything about that? That's what I, mean, I want to know. Yeah, they're all under congressional testimony. Um, McCabe actually intimated – now there's – arguments about his exact words, Nunes wrote a summary, that the Steele dossier had a great deal of influence in getting this FISA warrant. But the yes. thing that the thing that cracks me up and maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm crazy. The only interaction with Russia that I have seen in this whole thing so far that's sketchy is Christopher Steele paying Russian sources with FBI money for that dossier. Yes. <laughs> like, that, that, it's, that's it's, the only Russian influence I see. It's super sketchy. Mm -hmm. And if and if no one and here's the other frightening thing about it. And 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 I like to play I always like to play what if. Like what if people go uh Trump uh Trump was in uh cahoots with the Russians. Okay, what if he was? What does that mean? That's scary. We should definitely look into that. We got to make sure that people aren't like, I'll take that leap of faith. Like mm -hmm. we got to make sure that other countries aren't messing with our elections. I have right. no problem saying if that's true, let's get rocking and rolling and do something about it. It seems to me a lot of Democrats and the and then it, where it gets scary for me when it's the the dudes on Meet the Press and it's the it's the newsmen and newswomen from CNN they can't even play the game of what if this is true. Let's say, let's just let's say it's all true. Let's say the the FBI was like we got to do something and we know. We know we've got the text messages that these two uh, bigwig FBI agents didn't want Trump to win. We know that. We know that they talked about an insurance policy, blah, 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 blah. So what if they had this uh, dossier that was all just bogus and they went to a FISA court and said, hey, we need to uh, wiretap some people and follow them around? What if that's true? If that's – if that should – Frighten the shinola out of people. Absolutely. And I don't see – and like uh, you've got you've got these people on MSNBC and CNN going, this is it. <laughs> That's all they've got. <laughs> it's well, nothing. Well, but what the week before, they're all screaming to include Adam Schiff. This can't be released. It will terribly – it will unmask our national security policy and it's a huge intelligence risk. There was no national security or intelligence information in it. Yes. I, I mean, yes, it's, you can't, it's you can't really... have it both ways, Adam. You really can't. No. And, and, and I'd, uh, like to un I'd like one journalist to ask him, how is this a risk to national security? But they won't. Well, uh, I assumed that they were going to include some of the, the means in which we blah, blah, blah. And they might blah, 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 blah. He'd blah, already blah, blah. read it. He knew Adam exactly Schiff, what was in it. Adam Schiff gives me the creeps him and ted Lou, both of them i am, i am not kidding you i don't like to uh make judgments on people's uh physical appearance uh however i'll do it in the case of adam schiff i'll do it in the case of ted Lou, and i'll do it in the case of who's the guy that wanted to be vice president with, for hillary tim kane holy moly they just 
give me the creeps. It's like watching a horror movie and it's the, it's act one and Adam Schiff is the sheriff that comes in to check up on the campers and you're like, that's the killer. That's I'm telling you right now, <laughs> that guy did it. And then his deputy is Ted Lou, and you're like, well, maybe they're maybe they both did it. They I, I, I literally I have a reaction uh, to when I see that guy. Ooh, he's just he yeah. gives me the creeps. Mine he is Louis Gutierrez. Oh, yeah, that guy's kind of uh, kind of snaky. Yeah. Yeah. He's a little creepy. He's not he's not Ted Lou Adam Schiff creepy. Uh, and he's certainly not. Uh, who's the other guy that you just said? The mayor of Munchkin Village, the the guy who looks like a Whoville who. Uh, Tim. Tim Kane. Oh, yeah. Wow. I am so glad. I'm just going to take a moment and rejoice that that we are not looking at a president, Hillary Clinton and a vice president, Tim Kane. Holy moly. Holy moly. That would have been bad. OK, so we've got the memo. Uh, the dossier, there's going to be another memo coming out. That's fine. That's fine. You guys, and uh, I'm sure I'm preaching to the choir here, but like they work for us. There has to be checks and balances that people have to be held accountable. You can't just, and I've, I've heard statistics as, as far as like, if you march into a FISA court and ask a judge for a warrant, they, they sign off on those like 99.9% of the time. Mm-hmm. It's almost impossible for a FISA court judge to go, Hah-uh. it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. Well, it's supposed to be an elevated standard. I certainly don't see it in what's been disclosed in this case. Holy um, moly, for yeah. For certain. Um, you know, however, I, I'm also not a big fan of the folks on the Saturday and Sunday shows from the intelligence and police communities saying, you know, Trump is is destroying our credibility. We've been around since 1913. We will win. No, 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 no. This is not about winning. It's exactly what you said. It's about accountability because yeah. they work for us. I saw some uh, – I think I think you saw the same tweet that, that I saw mm-hmm. where some some bigwig from the FBI started like hitting back and you're like, whoa, 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 whoa friend. Dude, no. Whoa, whoa. Mm-mm. This is – yeah, we're not talking about uh, the cross-dresser Joe who used to run the FBI who had personal vendettas and, you know, scared the pants off of every president. No, you guys, you, you work for us. Mm-hmm. And, and, if, and if it's – if you're going to a judge and you're getting a warrant – Let's why why as long as that evidence doesn't reveal I don't, you know like I don't want to out any CIA people and get somebody killed in the Middle East. Well, I but, mean, uh, my my whole thing is this: if you are an American citizen, any warrant to wiretap you should go through the normal court process where your Fourth Amendment rights are protected. Yeah, well, yeah, I, I just I don't understand. Like, I've never been a fan of the FISA court as it applies to American citizens. You know, the whole you can thing spy, reeks. you can spy on foreigners all you want. All well, you I want. think go I ahead. I think that's I think that was the plan. I think that was the plan. Mm-hmm. They go, we have bad actors from Russia, and they're talking to the Trump people. Really? Yeah. Here's this dossier. Oh, okay, go for it. So under the guise of looking for these Russian phantoms, they just it was a, it was a way to investigate the Trump campaign. The Russians who think 
Carter Page is a moron, by the way. It's all – oh, and then you got John McCain. This is oh. bad for America. This is bad for democracy. The only person this helps is Vladimir Putin. And I'm just How? like, shut up. How? Shut up. I Yeah, I don't know. I do not know. How would co-sell? I do not know. I'm doing an impression most people weren't even born when he died. Yet still I go. Still I go. Still I go. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I'm pissed. They had uh, Paul Ryan was on Morning Joe the other day. Fantastic. Fantastic. I tell you, Joe and Mika. What did he do? He talked about the dangers of spying on American citizens and how the government is uh, works for the people and the people have a right to know. And Joe and Mika were just – it's wonderful. And this is why they always have nincompoops on these shows. They always – like uh, if you have – if you're a Republican – listen, if you're <laughs> if you're a conservative, then I, you are offered a gig at MSNBC. They think you're an idiot. They think, exactly. So every once in a while they'll trip up and they'll have somebody who knows what the heck he's talking about. And and it was uh, Paul Ryan. It was great. It was wonderful. Mm-hmm. If it's true, X, Y, and Z, we have to assume this. Bing, 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 bing. The American people have rights. This is our, our, our liberties are being – it was great. It was wonderful. And Joe and Mika were just tongue-tied. Uh, uh, you know uh- – all I can say is this. There are some people in the world that I used to have a certain amount of admiration for, and I look at what they say publicly now, and I'm like, just switch parties. Just switch parties. You are standing on so many false liberal premises, I yes. can't even stand it anymore. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's okay to be wrong, and and maybe you thought you believed one way, and now you want these other people to like you, so you've changed your belief system. You can flip. But I, you don't get to tell me that I have sacrificed my principles when I'm super happy about who's been appointed to the Supreme Court. I watch Nikki Haley and think it's freaking amazing. I have zero problem with making it clear who are our allies and who are our enemies because we spent eight years you know, cuddling up to people who hate us, um, which is just a bad strategy. I have zero problem – with the new tax bill, it benefits me greatly and I'm fine with it and it was a long time coming. I'm happy about things that are happen- happening that are traditionally Republican or conservative ideas. Yeah. I'm not bashing them. These people are bashing the good things that Congress is doing, the good things our military is doing. Yeah. I'm thrilled there's only a thousand ISIS fighters left, guys. When people want to kill you, you need to kill them back. Now, Period. isn't that crazy? I, I I have that on my list of things that I wanted to talk about as well. And that I, – I'm not – well, maybe I am a conspiracy guy. They say that like 95 percent of ISIS is gone. They're, 95 percent of their territory is gone. I don't know about the fighters. I haven't seen that statistic, but I wouldn't doubt it. We've been what blowing the them world, up. What in the world? It, it really makes you – it really makes you think. Well, it makes you how think. Are, how it, were they hanging on so well when Obama was president? Because they how were, were they winning. still hanging on? Like the, I guess you're going the rules of engagement. They didn't listen to the generals. But that to me, it's 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 kind of creepy. It's kind of creepy that Donald Trump goes, I will wipe them out so fast it'll make your head spin. I'm going to do it bigly. I'm going to do it like yesterday, and he did it. Well, for a it long time, it was like time, flipping a switch. For a long time, they were winning. They were gaining territory. People will join a winning team. 
I don't think all of them have been killed. I think some of them have just left and said this isn't any fun anymore. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're tired of watching their buddies get blown up yeah, and all that exactly. stuff. But isn't that what war is? Well, isn't yeah, that except what war we never... is? You're like, I will kill you. I'm going to kill and destroy you until you've lost the will to fight. We and were never we'll really fighting surrender. a war during the Obama administration. That's what is becoming apparent to me. Yep. We got ISIS on the run. We've got them contained and controlled and we are doing – and so there's a lie. Mm-hmm. It's that it's really that that to me is uh, is you could you could expound on that a lot, a lot. Mm -hmm. Like, why would you continue to let that happen? Because they just needed jobs. Well, but like American soldiers are dying, Mm -hmm. like American lives. And this this is going to get real like Rush Limbaugh uh, over here. But this also goes to uh, DACA and the wall and illegal immigration And why would you put – what is bad – and it's also going to sound vaguely like Tucker Carlson. What is bad about putting the rights of American citizens first? Like I don't see – Nothing. I don't see what's what's racist about it. I don't see the problem with it. Uh, Like if if ISIS is killing American soldiers and they're killing innocent people and their territory is expanding, why would you go on TV and tell me, oh, it's all going fine. We've got them on the run when somebody, somebody had to have been telling uh, Obama, no, dude, we got to start shooting back. If we if we were to shoot back, we could end this in in two months. Mm -hmm. And, And oh, no, no, that's not true. That could never happen. They're too entrenched. They're too this. Trump comes in and no one's talking about this. No one's talking about it. Donald Trump comes in flipping, cracks open a beer and flips a switch and boom, 95% of their territory is gone. They've been almost wiped off the face of the planet. That's amazing. Well, and the idea that you coddle your enemies and we're supposed to have sympathy for people who literally want you dead. Yeah. Right. They want us dead because of our way of life. It was just maddening during the entire thing, right up through the Iran deal and listening to Ben Rhodes talk about how he manipulated the media. Yeah. And and then you got these people like Donald Trump makes these promises. He makes these promises and he never can really do it. He can't do it. He can't do it. And he did. You know what he did? He unleashed the mad dog. Uh, And that's it's (laughs) it's wonderful. Yep. That he did it. And we are able to do that. Mm hmm. But that being said, why why were we slow playing this thing? I, I just don't that's that's another terrifying thing. If it was this easy, why didn't Obama do it? Because that's not what generally progressives believe. You're supposed to work with your enemies and they're supposed to somehow come to look at the world the way we do and understand what they're doing is wrong. Yeah. It's, it's a really uh, crappy strategy, by the way. Um, uh, it really is. All right, but, Hitler. All right, Hitler. You've got you've got Poland. Uh, surely you'll stop now. Okay, Hitler. Okay, you've got Poland. You got France. Surely you'll stop now. Come on, Hitler. Hitler, be cool, guy. I think that mustache looks cool, guy. Come on, guy. Leave me alone. That's my leg. Don't stab me, Hitler. I mean, it, it's just well, and not only that. Back to the immigration thing. You know, the only country in the world that you can come to. And be considered of that country. 
America? Exactly. You can come to America from anywhere and be an American. You can emigrate to France, but you will never be French. You can emigrate to Japan and, and move there and be legal, but you will never be Japanese. Okay, we are the so only is- country in the world you can do that. So I was absolutely flabbergasted. After the State of the Union address, when MSNBC, NBC, CBS, ABC, CNN, that was the darkest, most racist thing I've ever heard. Are you <laughs> kidding me? Are you kidding me? I th- this is and an, one of the wonderful side effects of this thing is like you can you start to see a pattern and like. Mm-hmm. Why? 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 Like, why? I don't uh, like Doc is coming back up again. The government shutdown is coming up around again this Thursday. It's all going to come back around. It's it's never going to go away. And and like, oh, our immigration system is broken. Shut the door. Like, I'm sorry, you guys. I'm sorry. It's so boring. I'm sorry. I keep saying the same thing over and over again. Shut down the door like we don't need. And people say this crap like there's uh, there's people in. In, uh, in in California, there's businesses that are really hurting. They're really hurting because we don't have uh, waves of undocumented illegals coming in. Low so scale. What, so, that, so they can pay them slave wages? I, 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 how is this good? Well, and- so shut the door. Shut the freaking door. And maybe you have to pay your workers a little bit more. And maybe someone else will want those jobs. And you better hope uh, that – because here comes the robots. I've seen – footage of the of the fruit picking robot and mm-hmm. the hamburger flipping robot so while we have a few more days of sunshine how about we let americans do that those jobs that's right. that's that, that's my rush limbaugh moment well, why not let americans do those jobs oxycontin but the the best um thing that i've seen right Mm-hmm. Is if you look at the polling on the State of the Union address for those voters that watched it, over 70% approved of the speech. Yeah, it was like, like 75. Yeah, Democrats are so out of touch with everything. And and Trump, in this case, his advisors, and I know Stephen Miller's not happy, um, but his, his advisors have made him pitch perfect on immigration. So mm-hmm. close to 70% of Americans don't want any more chain migration. They want skills based. They think people should be able to support themselves when they come here. What an idea! Was, I, I don't think it was Joe. I don't think it was Joe Biden. It was someone else from the left saying that like chain migration. Oh, that was Chuck Schumer. Ugh. Chuck Schumer talking about the chains and these cha- like slavery chains, and I'm like, what? What? They can't we pay they, them to they come here. They can't really be going with this. They can't really be going with this. No, they did. And then I saw Nancy Pelosi went with it, mm-hmm. and a couple other like they're testing. Like, are you are you kidding me? I can't. Are do you it. absolutely kidding me? I can't do a Nancy Pelosi voice, but on like Wednesday, that was the darkest, darkest, most dank State of the Union I have ever heard. I've got something stuck between my teeth, and I'm going to suck on my teeth until it all oh, comes out. Faces I she hope made I'm making were epic. faces during the State of oh. the Union. It was blah 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 blah, and uh, wow. Friend, friend of the show, John Larosa won that. He took one of her great faces from Sotu and put above it Tide Pod Challenge. That's pretty funny. I was like, yeah, that's perfect. That's pretty funny. Trump is – this may be the first thing I can honestly say I think is 
and, and some people are observing, right, that the White House is operating a little bit differently. And you know who didn't breathe until the speech was over was General Kelly after he got up and clapped and clapped. Um, but whoever's advising him on this, ending chain migration, border security, skills-based immigration, and ending the lottery have like somewhere between 65 and 70 percent approval ratings among registered voters across the spectrum. Because it's just common sense. Well, 83 percent common sense. 83 percent say they want to fix this problem for these kids, these DACA participants, right? So what does Trump hit in the State of the Union? Guys, nobody gets everything they want. That's a basic in negotiation, and it's like both Democrats and Republicans have forgotten that. I'm going to give yeah. I'm going to give a path to citizenship to 1.8 million children who were brought here illegally by their parents through no fault of their own. That's three times more than the Obama administration was going to do. So he just took the ball right away from Democrats, and they can't even figure that out. And then he went down in exchange for an end to chain migration except for the nuclear family. So if you're a man or a woman who comes here to work, your spouse and your kids can come with you. Seems reasonable. <laughs> right? Border security and an end to the visa lottery. Those three uh, things. My only and thing you- is border security comes first. Nothing, I mean, that's that's a I'm not right. moving on it. I'm right. not moving on it. I'm not moving on it. I'm, I'm Border not security. Thrilled with then the path- we deal with the leftovers. I'm not thrilled with a path to citizenship, but it's going to be 12 years so I can get over it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, keep your nose clean for 12 and, years I mean, and then walk them aboard. But nobody I, knew's getting in. I'm an, nobody. I'm an immigration hawk to the end of the world. I want to stop the public requirement for English as a second language. No other country does that. Canada is telling U.S. illegal immigrants, don't come here. You can't stay here forever. Well, Canada. I, used to, <laughs> I used to think that Ann Coulter was a little bit off the rails uh, when I first met her and was talking to her and she's like, the wall is everything. The wall is everything. That's why Trump is going to win. And I was like, ah, she's kind of off base. Now, after playing uh, catch up for the longest time, uh, the wall is everything. The wall is everything. Oh. <laughs> Your border security is everything. Mm-hmm. Then uh, then we'll we'll sort everything else out. Mexico it's has all a wonderful. wall. Mexico has a wall. Israel has a wall that works wonderfully, wonderfully well. The Ukraine's well. building a wall. Uh, wall, I'm sorry, but they work. My only my only thing, because I love animals, is I want to make sure that we don't mess up any migrations for, like, coyotes or the, the thunder lizard spotted two-footed rain owl. Like, <laughs> that's all I get. Like, keep the people out. Border security, borders, and you you can't convince me that it cannot be done. And one section of it has to be a big, beautiful wall. One section, one section has to be a big, beautiful wall with a big gate, the whole nine. A hotel, a casino, light rail. The rest of it can be uh, sensors, and I don't care how they do it. Okay. Uh, oh, I want I wanted to get on this. We're we're running out of time. This is this is awesome. It goes by so fast. Uh, the, the other wonderful thing that will happen, dear gentle uh, listener, that, that has me excited mm-hmm. is that Trump uh, – another uh, one of the side effects is that the Republican Party is waking up to the fact that they can fight back and it's not the end of the world. And it's it's wonderful to watch. It's wonderful to watch uh, when, when you see 
everybody gets dragged through the mud. Mitt Romney is is Hitler and he's a Nazi and he's a racist. Every, if, if, you're run, if you're a Republican and you're running for president, I guarantee they're going to call you a racist. They're going to call you Hitler. They're going to do some serious – and we always take the high road. The Republicans always take the high road and it always bites them in the behunkus. I love that Trump is fighting back and now you have these people waking up to, oh, I guess you can hit back. I guess you can. Look at that. We thought it would poll. Uh, we thought it would poll uh, badly among the uh, Latino population. And it might cost us two thirds of a vote in the uh, one-eyed water buffalo population. No, you can you can smack back. You can well, smack back right to their face, and not, it's not the end of the world. Not just that. Right now, we have a great story to tell in terms of the economy. I don't care. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you say. The current economy, the investments being made by major companies, et cetera, et cetera, had nothing to do with Barack Obama and nothing to do with Janet Yellen. Nothing. Had everything yeah. to do with the corporate tax cut. I saw a story on uh, Janet Yellen this morning. Yeah, I was like, CBS oh, shut Sunday morning. up. She's adorable. She's adorable. And no, her she's, husband's a, she's and her adorable. Husband's, her husband's a, a cute little brainiac. They were showing them at the supermarket, and she's like, these peppers look beautiful. I'm like, that's awesome, lady. Go do your thing. You're but, cute. I don't agree with you, but you're adorable, and I would I mean, take you. You can be my grandma. The fat <laughs> policies that she put into place, if they were going to spurn the economy like this, they would have spurned them when she put them in place, not a year and a half later. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not it's, Janet well, Yellen. It is not Barack Obama. It is I the Republican a, past tax cut. Period. I had a I had a ten year plan when it came to the economy. I had a ten year plan. Reduce nice regulation, try. cut taxes. It's uh it's it's funny. But I I'm glad that uh hopefully Republicans are learning. Because uh, that's what I hated about Hillary Clinton. She she didn't have a capacity to learn. She was all robot, no person. I've got hot sauce in my, my purse. purse. Like yes. everything would go through this like ginormous political filter. There was nothing genuine there. Mm -hmm. There was nothing real there. And uh, for all for all the tweets that I hate that he tweets, and all the tweets that I love that he tweets, uh, you can hit back. Well, <laughs> you can hit back when you're gonna get hit for saying Americans have dreams too. As racist, <laughs> I, I really this is. This I was is the, blown away. Blown that away. Is, it is. Uh, it, it's amazing to me that you can uh, black unemployment's at an all time low Hispanic. since they've been keeping since they've been keeping these records an same, all time low. Same with Hispanic, and you, and you can't clap for that. No, you can't clap. Yeah, that, for that really that the tells me thing. everything. The that tells me everything. The ugliest thing I saw at the State of the Union was the Democrats that remained seated when the parents of children, girls, 16 years old, who were murdered by MS-13 gang members stood up. If yeah. you can't stand up for that, I have no use for you, no use for you at all. Yeah, it's starting to look like you just suck as a human being. Exactly. Or you just are going to oppose Trump no matter what to appease 20 percent of your base. So here's the here's the bad news and the good news. Uh, 
uh, the good news is the country's not going off the rails. Okay. Things are going well. There was a big there was a big uh, sell off in the stock market on Friday, and I really that's what it is. Mm-hmm. You can't when the stock market goes up, 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 like gonna that. Have a there's going to thing like right before the weekend. You're going to have a bunch of people going. You know what? Sell some of that. Sell some of this. Sell some of that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to make sure I get a little bit of money for this because right. this is crazy high. And that's how it always works. Mm-hmm. So I'm um, a buddy of mine that I work with. You know, he sold a little bit of Apple stock. Just take a little. Mm, just take a little taste. So I'm not well, worried about the stock market. That's what you uh, do. That's what you do when you have investments. When it grows, you go. Thank you. Yeah. Ching. I, I it's mean, like being at the casino. Exactly. Like, wow, I've won twelve hands of blackjack in a row. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a couple of these uh, suckers in my pocket, and I'll keep playing. But now I'm playing with the house's money. Well, so uh, the good news, bad news is uh, things are becoming abundantly clear. The, the 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 Democratic lead is now narrowing when they're talking to about two percent. It was fifteen. Yes. yes. In the generic ballot. Yep. Now the bad news is. Uh, you've got, you know, CNN, ABC, CBS, you literally like quote unquote, the mainstream media that is still, uh, gloom and doom, gloom and doom, gloom and doom. So we're always going to go around that, which makes, uh, you know, a, an entertainment based uh, right leaning liberty loving show that much more appealing. Well, so it just makes me want to double down even more. Do you know how, do you know when you know that the Democrats are in a really bad place? No. When? When Vox is telling them they're wrong. Yes. Literally, big big article this morning. If Democrats don't learn how to appeal to non-college, you know, educated voters in these states, they'll never win another election was number one. And number two, shutting down the government again is going to be an absolute mistake. And here's why. And Democrats, you've lost Vox. Think about that for a minute. Well, the, uh, the the thing is, and, and once again, they were talking about it on a couple of the Sunday shows this morning. What are the Democrats for? Like literally, it, it's the same Anything. problem. Hillary, it's the same problem Hillary Clinton had. Yep. It's not optimistic. It's not. And, and even though Trump's uh, motto, make America great again, you could argue it that that's kind of negative. But I would argue that it's completely positive. Uh, you know, let's mm-hmm. let's go. Let's we can do we can do this. We can do that. We can do this. And everybody's going to do better. And by I, by all the evidence I've seen, uh, he's done that, that and this and it's getting better. Like yep. the Democrats, all they can run on is uh, Trump hates trannies. Um he uh, he called Haiti uh, a crap hole and he likes Norway better. He so he's a racist and blah, blah. Uh, but ultimately, it's it's all they can do is is anti-Trump, anti-Trump. And that it's dying on the vine because mm-hmm. people, I believe, are smarter and they they can tell they can see it. You can feel it. Well, is the country going in the right direction has increased 13 points in 60 days. Yep. Yep. Trump and the GOP's approval ratings are going up. Yep. Um, 70 to 75 percent looked at that State of the Union address and said, oh, my God, I don't need to be ashamed to be an American anymore. I didn't get lectured that I'm a bad person because I think ISIS is awful. And wow, that kind of made me feel proud of my country again. 
Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, the, the message, the message, the Dems are, it's awful. And, and we have the sexual abuse rate of the Congo and all this other nonsense. Yeah. It's just not ringing. It's not. I thought about it. it I thought about doing like a little uh, skit for YouTube or something. It's just, it's just too dark. But like if, if everything the Democrats said was true, mm-hmm. just like, <laughs> it's, it's a, you know my favorite uh, part of this week's blog or vlog, huh. excuse me, the Schumer face. That's awesome. That's awesome. I was you so bummed. I, I thought that was funny, and I'm gonna and I'm gonna keep using it again. Yeah. Don't make me give you the Schumer face. Boom. Uh, Andrew put like a little explosion. I think he, you know, oh, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, he he wanted to really make it pop. But uh, I think next time we'll we'll leave out the explosion and just go. Don't make me give you the Schumer face. Boom. <laughs> Schumer face yeah, pops no, up. That was the best Schumer face. And he still looks like the winter warlock from the Christmas movies. He does. Okay. We have to um, uh, segue here. Uh, okay, I don't have okay. a good one, so I'm just going to just shift the gears and damn the transmission. Uh, I, I want to talk about some some pop culture stuff that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, things that I care about. It's, it's today's Super Bowl Sunday. I, I don't care. I really don't care. I have no skin in the game. Uh, if the Eagles win, hooray. If the Patriots win, hooray. Uh, I'm literally going to watch. I, I, I literally am going to watch for the ads. And the only reason I'm doing that is so I can join the conversation at work tomorrow. That's really it. I, I, I don't even. I can't. I can't say I don't care. <laughs> who do you I, want to win? I don't want anyone to win. I just want the Patriots to lose. <laughs> it's weird. It, it, you know, it's too funny. Like w- last year at the Super Bowl when it became a political thing, mm-hmm. like I've never I've never rooted for the Patriots before. Yeah. But when it became a political thing and all of a sudden uh, the Falcons were somehow the Democrats and Hillary's team, then I'm like, OK, let's go Patriots. And it was it was the Falcons the perfect, from Georgia. Georgia. And it was the perfect yeah. metaphor for the presidential uh, campaign. Like Hillary was winning the whole way. The Falcons were winning the whole way. Everybody said Trump couldn't win. Everybody said the Patriots were done. Trump comes back to win the game. The Patriots come back to win the game. It was the perfect metaphor. I was so angry. I left at halftime because I couldn't imagine what could possibly happen. By the time I got home, I'm like, what in the what in the world? Well, it's crazy, and it, it, it might happen again uh, tonight. Anyway, I'm going to watch just so I can have that boring conversation at work, uh, and that's what sports is. Sports, uh, the NFL will never go away, Major League Baseball, all that stuff, because here's what it is. There's people that you work with in offices who don't have people skills. They have very boring lives. They're not interesting people. They don't have hobbies. Their, their lives are extremely shallow. So all they have, instead of the awkward silence by the water cooler, all they have is, uh, hey, how about that game last night? And then, and then it's awkward for you, so you have to be able to go, oh, yeah, that was a good one. Oh, did you see it when the quarterback did X, Y? Oh, yeah, that was, that was great. And then that little uncomfortable uh, moment is filled with vapid sports talk. So uh, I celebrate people, and I'll be joining you because I don't want it to be uncomfortable for you. I have I have a full I have a very full life but I will watch this crappy game. I just want to see uh, the ads and the halftime show. I would love it if Janet Jackson showed up. 
they, they everyone's saying that she's not going to do it. She's not going to do it. She says she's not going to be there. Uh, Justin Timberlake says she's not going to be there. I would love it. If she showed up, it would be awesome. It would be awesome. Yeah, I, that was the boob gate one before, right? Yes. 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 Mm-hmm. And this is, uh, ladies and gentlemen, another one of those moments, uh, just just to file this away, when when you start thinking about conspiracy theories and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I had a TiVo. Uh, TiVo is the best invention ever. I, I love it. I love it. I love it. It's the, the, the best DVR known to man. Uh, and it came with my DirecTV package. Uh, TiVo always insisted we don't know what you're watching we don't keep records of it we don't we don't you think that we're being big brother and we're listening we're not we're not we're not well then uh janet jackson jackson's uh titty got whipped out on the super bowl and the next day uh someone from tivo by accident i believe came out and said wow that was the most rewound moment in the history of tivo (laughs) And you're like, well, hold on. Hold the phone. How do you know? How do you know? Well, because they're keeping records. That's why. That's, that's how they knew. So uh, trust no one. I would love it if Janet Jackson uh, showed up. And Justin Timberlake, I think he's going to put on a great show. I'm rooting for that guy. Here's, a, here's what I want to say uh, for the record. Uh, Janet Jackson is an incredible artist. And, and let's not – overlook her I, I know she hasn't had any huge hits recently but boy oh boy incredible songs incredible justin timberlake oh my gosh i i i've listened to some of his new album uh a couple things that i don't like but he has teamed up with this nashville dude uh chris stapleton mm-hmm. have you seen any of those clips on youtube um i've heard about them i haven't had a chance to watch yet they're insane Really? It is so good. Holy crap. Because Stap- I like me you- some Chris Stapleton. Me too. Mm-hmm. And I, they have done – just they got a new song uh, that they worked on for uh, Justin Tim- Justin's uh, new album. It's called Say Something. Mm-hmm. Came out like last week. Holy crap. Maybe Chris Holy- Stapleton will show up at the Super Bowl. Boy, I tell you, that would be awesome. Yeah. They did – uh, I can't, they've done a, a bunch of songs together. Some of us have a real, real country uh, flavor, and it's all. It makes it as as a performer, and I'm not. And I say this with no malice. As a performer, it makes me jealous, insanely jealous. That you can go, uh, what Justin uh, Timberlake can go from from genre to genre with such ease and such comfort and and shine. Like I, I can't do it. I can't. Go on stage with another comedian uh, and just like switch genres and do a great two man. Co- it, I can't. Right. It's like stand up comedy is a, is a solo thing. Uh, and I'm jealous of any musician that can do that and uh, talk all the smack you want to about uh, Justin Timberlake. But man, oh, man, is that guy talented. And Chris yep. Stapleton. Holy crap. Taylor Swift, uh, too. She's done it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, literally just I don't know why people want and and don't get involved in politics. Do your thing. If you don't want to do it, uh, do your thing. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and they so just that beat was my, her up for that. And it just makes me like her even more. I swear. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. And then on a personal note, oh, we, we have plenty of time. I can dig into this one a little bit. Um, uh, Ryan Johnson. I did a video. Uh, on the Loftus Party uh, YouTube channel 
about how much I didn't like The Last Jedi. Uh, I made a lot of points, and uh, I thought I made a pretty good case. There's a lot. It's weird. The Star Wars community is split uh, on this one. Really? I think most, yeah, I think most of them hated it, uh, but there are some people who really, really are trying to defend it, but I think the vast majority of people hated it. Here's what I will say. That movie uh, only made $41 million in China. That's it. It was – it tanked in China. It tanked because it is a turd of a film. I go to, to Google, uh, uh, news.google, blah, 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 and, and, and that's – I get – that's one of the sources I have for my news. Every three or four days, Ryan Johnson, the director of The Last Jedi, is explaining something else. Well, he, here's why I did the thing with uh, Princess Leia. Oh, here's why I did – here's why I didn't. Here, If you have to go out and defend your movie months and months and months after its release, it was garbage. You failed. You failed as a storyteller. If you have to explain to me, the audience, why you made these choices and they weren't abundantly clear on screen, you suck. You suck. And I will say it to your face. I will say it to the man's face. It is horrible what they've done. And Disney knows it. And I tell you what, when you only do 41 million, when you're a Star Wars movie and you do 41 millions in China, that's a shit sandwich. And you can't tell me it's pastrami and you can't tell me it's fried bologna. That is crap. It is crap on whole wheat bread. Boom. 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 Well, last you know, the, Jedi truth bomb. The uh, the last installment to completely understand Infinity Wars breaks here in a couple weeks. I'm ready to go. Hey, did Black Me Panther too. come out? No, it comes out February 16th. That's like the last one you have to see, I think, before Infinity Wars. I keep saying these people, like uh, maybe they're going to screenings or whatever, but yeah. holy crap, is that a well-reviewed movie? Really? Oh my! Oh yeah! I haven't. People read, are I losing to, their minds over it. Yeah, I it's tend great. not to read reviews before I go to the movie because I like to make up my own mind. I'm not reading reviews. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm looking at like like they they're showing like there was a uh, some inner city school and a classroom of children uh, were told that they get to go mm -hmm. see Black Panther and these kids are just flipping out and uh from like the headlines from like hey i saw black panther it is all that in a bag of chips well, like I'll all these you. reviewers it's like it's the, the pre-buzz is amazing the previews i mean they're just gorgeous <laughs> i don't i tell you it looks uh, it looks great yeah, yeah. I, I don't i don't see the i don't see the chink in uh marvel's armor no. i really don't but and my daughter it, my daughter and i have a date for opening night but i promise not to give any spoilers for Black Panther? Yeah. Wow. For this Friday the 16th. We always go to the Marvel movies on opening night. That's great. I wish I could it's do that. It's a thing. I am on an island. I am on an island all by myself. And you have to pay to get off it. You do. <laughs> I know. Which is why the joke is I need to make a friend uh, that has a boat so I can get out of here for free. Yep. Preferably a hot blonde who needs my dick to live. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I did that joke at Governor's. My wife is aware of the joke. It I know. Crushed. It I know. Crushed. It I crushed. Know. Like <sighs> I need a. <laughs> I need the kind of loving. I need. Listen, I've been in prison. <laughs> I've been out here 
on an island going solo for a while. Here's mm-hmm. what I'll tell you about going solo. Solo sucks. Yes, it does. Solo sucks. And <laughs> and I I feel I feel bad. Uh, when I make my trip, when I return to Los Angeles, like Caesar coming back from Gaul, it's going to be, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be a sight to be seen. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Grab a pillow and (laughs) grab some Gatorade. Because we're going to be here for a while. Oh my God. Yes. 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 That's all I'm going to say. And then I'll, and, and I'm, I find myself, it's weird. It's like, I don't know if I'm like, if I'm finding out like stuff about me, like stuff that was already there that's being highlighted, like, like my musical taste, I know is changing. It's weird. I have these things where all of a sudden music that I'm like, what? All of a sudden I find it appealing. Like I'm going through, I'm going through this huge, uh, dead mouse, uh, phase right now. Dead mm-hmm. mouse. And, um, man, oh man. Uh, Lana Del Rey. I started listening to to Lana Del Rey, and I'm like, mm, kind of predictable. It's kind of this. There's not a lot of surprises. Uh, but do I need to be surprised? No, I don't. Why can't I just enjoy this for what it is? And now I'm doing it. And I tell you what, that's some that's some sultry. Uh, she's got a real sexy voice. I can see the appeal of the Lana Del Rey. Uh, and oh, and this happened last night. Some uh, one of her fans tried to kidnap her. Uh, down in Orlando. So big shout out to the Orlando cops who yep. found that dude. Mm-hmm. And he, I guess he didn't get close, but he got closer than you'd want somebody to get. Yeah, closer than you want crazy to you. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. closer closer than you want to, to get to you. That's like the name. That's a good name of an album. That's the name of Steel Dossier's album. Closer <laughs> than you want him. Closer Steel than you want Dossier. crazy to you. Yeah. She's closer than I wanted. Crazy to you. Okay, so that happened. Uh, Uma Thurman just came out with a with a real rambling uh, New York Times uh, opinion piece. I think it was. Well, or it was it was, a, it was an interview, and it, the title was something real catchy, like Uma Thurman is angry. And I read the whole thing, and I didn't really understand what she was actually so angry about, like. She told some stories and there was a story about a car wreck and Harvey Weinstein being a real schmuck and Quentin Tarantino not taking Harvey Weinstein being a schmuck seriously. But like the whole thing didn't come together for me with like uncontrollable rage. She was very matter of fact about it. It was very I – I, I felt it was poorly written. Because yeah, if you if you if you yeah. just tick off if you tick off the things mm-hmm. like somehow she was convinced to hop in a vehicle that either for a movie that that wasn't operating uh, correctly or shouldn't have been in yeah. that's that's on the director and that's on the stunt coordinator and that's right. on the producers that's that's just that's just a, a straight up crime that's right. a straight up crime I can tell you as someone who works in Hollywood oh and that's the other thing oh never mind I'm not I'm not gonna do that I'll get in a bunch of trouble. Um, it, that's a straight up crime. Mm-hmm. So that's bad. Uh, Harvey Weinstein attacking her is, is horrible. And, straight and is, up and bad. Horrible. Like seriously. And, and this is the, the the horrible takeaway. And this is why I just have to. My conclusion has to be that the piece was poorly written. The things that happened to her, it's an outrage. Mm-hmm. And, and I read that piece and I wasn't outraged. Yeah, I like, was just kind of like her. Her anger did not come through. I I. I She's Uma Thurman is one of the I've I've watched her entire career. She's she's fantastic. She's a treasure. She's awesome. 
I want to look out for her. I want to mm-hmm. prote- I want to help protect Uma Thurman. She's blonde. <laughs> yeah, she's also uh, the chick from Kill Bill. Like, yeah, I know. Like literally, I would like if if Uma Thurman and I were walking down the street. <laughs> And like some thugs jumped out, I'd be like, hold on, Uma, I got this. And she'd just be like, please. She just knocked me out of the way and kicked their asses. <laughs> and I'd be like, I helped. I totally helped. I distracted them. Right. I like Uma. And that's it. So it's a, it's a I have to blame uh, the author of the article. I yeah. Should have walked away with that. Did uh, you see Rose down. McGowan is getting attacked? This is the other great thing. Thank you so much for bringing that up. Oh, my Everybody God. this. They're like, I love it when the PC culture attacks their own. I love it when the PC – and I do take – I'm I get totally that with Rose. I am too. What is wrong like, with you people? Uh, she, what What did she say? Like I didn't vote for your stupid trans cisgendered – like she said something uh, like – Some trans I, gets up and like completely tries to invalidate Rose McGowan's experience with sexual assault. And Rose McGowan says, I'm not trying to, you know – Diss you, I, I, I'm down with you and your struggle and whatever else, but sit down, be quiet. I'm telling a story. <laughs> yeah. And oh, oh, she's what do they call them? She's a turf. She's a turf. A turf? What's a turf? Trans something radical, basically a radical feminist who does not acknowledge the struggle of the trans community. That is uh that's one. But I mean, that's just like what? Ever. All she said to the guy was, you don't have the full experience of being born a girl, growing up as a little girl. And if I'm not mistaken, Rose McGowan was initially attacked when she was a teen. Yeah. It's just sit uh, down. Sit down, dude. Like literally, it's not about about cisgendered, transgendered, goobly glop. This is about a, a girl who had some really bad things happen to her. So let's yeah, yeah let's you, how about we listen to the victim for a little bit and not, don't try to like hitch your wagon to hers. That's or uh, it's put rigged. your wagon in front of hers. That's not what yeah. this is about. Ugh. Yeah, absolutely. So boom, boom, boom. Uh, Justin Timberlake, Chris Stapleton, Lana Del Rey uh, is kind of awesome. Janet Jackson's awesome. God bless her. Uma, we love you. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel, the Kimmel thing, which oh, I think he was God. joking. I think he was joking. However, I will get oh, offended. I don't know. He has gotten he has gotten so preachy with political topics given to him by Chuck Schumer lately that I'm not sure he was. I guess he said something like, uh, "You have to be intelligent to be a late night host, and that's why there's no Republican late night hosts." That, yeah, no, that that has, that's not why. But but to me, that has all uh, that has all the hallmarks of a joke. I think he was speaking at a conference, and it was an aside, and. Uh, but if he says it again, I'll, me and Uma Thurman are going to go punch him right in the He's face. He's already said he doesn't care if Republicans don't watch him because he thinks they're stupid. That's why I don't think well, it's a joke. This is the other. This is the other thing where I you know, don't tr- watch you, is, Jimmy. You're winning. Uh, yeah, uh, it's <laughs> Trump said it when he was on the campaign trail. If I win, it's good for you guys. I'm good for ratings. I'm good for business. And right now. Uh, everybody is scrambling to get their share of the I hate Donald Trump pie. And um, and that's great. If you want to do it and if that's how you think you can sell ads, that's wonderful. However, uh, you, you might want to plan for the future. What are you right. going to do? What are you going to do when Trump is gone? That's the wonderful thing about this little republic of ours. He, he'll leave. 
So if you're going to wrap yourself up in this, like we're biased, we're biased, we're biased, you can count on me to be biased. You can count on me to be biased. Trump won't be there to help you write your your dumb little Cheeto jokes. Mm-hmm. He's not going to be there to help you write your uh, I have a comb over jokes. The, the, that's only going to go so far. So by all means, keep doing it, Jimmy. Uh, and keep doing it, Stephen Colbert, and keep doing it at all you Samantha news agencies. B. Yep, you, you, as you paint yourself into a lovely little corner. Mm-hmm. However, there, you know, uh, well, we'll see what the we'll see what the shelf life is for uh, Samantha B. and all that stuff. Uh, wonderful things. Put the powerful voice, powerful voices, powerful voices are at work. So wonderful things are happening. I'm not going to complain too much. Okay, it no. is time for uh, Michaeltopia. I do believe. Okay, I have okay. one. Okay, you have one. I okay, do. Okay, in Michaeltopia, uh, well, in the real world, there's crazy rules and laws we all have to live by, uh, and they don't make sense. Uh, but in Michaeltopia, there's different rules, there's different laws, and everything is wonderful. So hit me with a Michaeltopia. In Michaeltopia, it is perfectly acceptable that I eat a bag of Doritos and lick the cheesy wonderfulness that is that powder off my finger and throw my mm-hmm. head back and eat the crumbs. I love it. What are you talking about? Well, Pepsi's CEO has decided we're all going to have lady snacks now because I don't like crunching my chips and I don't like licking that powdered cheese wonderfulness off my finger. Um, I had a, a, I had a moment where I was, you know, worried a little bit, you know, about my gender identity based on my snack food choices, but I got over it. So he's, they're going to have like gender specific Doritos? Gender specific snacks because we need them to, we need them to fit in our purse. And so my question is, my question is, Am I the only one who has a purse big enough to put in two bags of Orville Redenbacher popcorn and four boxes of movie theater candy to defray come the cost? On. I mean, Here's what on. I want to do. I want to do a, a fake ad for Doritos uh, gender-specific snacks, and I'm going to want to call them Dorito Dicks. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, my Eat God. Eat a bag of dicks. Are you are you hungry? Here, eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Cheesy dicks. But the cheese can't be a dust on the outside. Apparently, it has to be incorporated into the chip. Oh, the the the, the cheese. It's like when it it's in the middle. It's in. It's oh in the God. It's like a flavor explosion. <laughs> I, it's like you first – oh, eat a bag of dicks. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> eat a bag of dicks. <laughs> Cheesy, explosive, wonderful ones. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Hey, Mr. Owl, how many licks does it take to get you to the center of a Dorito dick? <laughs> One, a two – Three. That's hilarious. <sighs> Gender specific snacks. Oh, Dorito dicks. That's thank that's just... God we've achieved equality. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, we're all the same. We're all the same. However, you need gender specific snacks. That's that's wonderful. I will think of the CEO of Pepsi as I'm eating the nachos on my plate tonight, and it's dripping down the front of my shirt, and I'm licking my fingers. Okay. True story. Many moons ago, I. Uh, I did a, uh, a corporate show 
for the Doritos people. That yeah. that division. Yeah. And uh wonderful people. And uh did my show, everything's great. We're hanging out, we're drinking after the show, and I'm talking to some of the the big wigs, and I'm like, you guys know exactly what you're doing. Right. With, with who you're marketing to. Uh, you're, you're going for stoners and they're, they're laughing and they, yes, yes, mm-hmm. they are. They know exactly. That's why there's the Dorito taco shell at Taco Bell. That's why there's spicy, cheesy, cool ranch. It's all things. Mm-hmm. That like. So they tell me that back in the nineties, I think the early nineties, they cracked the chemical code and I don't know if it's a proprietary patent or whatever. They cracked the code. They can make Doritos uh, and they can make them taste like anything, anything. If you can imagine it, they can make a Dorito taste exactly like that. It's just a matter of the popularity. <clears throat> that That's terrifying. That, that's, <laughs> that scared me to death. Well, then you go overseas and they have all these weird flavors of everything to include Doritos and potato chips. Yeah. So you have ketchup flavored. You have There's some that you just look at and go, oh, my goodness. Why would you it's ever always, put that on a potato? It's always surprised me. I, I recently uh, found a bunch of the pictures that – what is it on uh, Throwback Thursday, whatever. I'm going to have some – I found some really old photos that I want to throw up there. A bunch of my trip to South Africa uh, when I was doing stand-up over there uh, – with a bunch of other cats. It was great. <clears throat> However, like it's always, it's, it's shocking that like how taste buds are different. Like, uh, the, the promoters went out of their way to, Oh, we're going to get you pizza because you're American and you must love pizza. So we went to the best pizza place in Cape town, South Africa, and here's the pizza. And they were just delighted. And I was delighted that they went out of their way to do such a nice thing. Mm-hmm. But boy, oh boy, it was not good. It was, Oh, and then you have to eat it and be polite and mm, yeah, it's delicious. But like literally the, the, the pizza sauce was like uh, ketchup and uh, and what they call pepperoni was very odd, but they just loved it. They snarfed it down. However, they have some great chicken down there that you get. Uh, I think it's called Nando's. Anyway, uh, oh, I digress. love Nando's. Holy smokes. There's a Nando's um, in, in uh, National Harbor right close to the hotel where we go to the conference. Are you kidding me? Swear to God. Watch out for that company. Watch out for them. <laughs> I got turned on to that chicken in South Africa. I didn't realize they were in the U.S. Oh, that yeah. Is, that is some good chicken. Yeah, they got some okay. sauce that's like, wow. So uh, my Michaeltopia. In my Michaeltopia, uh, we, we celebrate the art of writing a joke. Uh, you never have like joke jokes. I know I don't know where they come from. I have theories. So when there's a new joke joke, uh, I celebrate it. And this is one that you can have and you can you can tell at work. Uh, here it is. <clears throat> George Clooney, Matt Damon, and Matthew McConaughey decided to make a movie together. George Clooney says, um, I'll direct it. Matt Damon says, I'll produce it. And Matthew McConaughey says, I'll ride, I'll ride, I'll ride. <laughs> That's a great joke. That's a wonderful joke. You guys, that's our show for today. All right, all right, all right. Uh, well, we'll see you next week. We'll have a winner to the Super Bowl. There'll be more. Uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about the budget crisis again. Put the needle on the record on that boring, boring. old story. And there'll be other wonderful stuff to talk about. Uh, website stuff, blog stuff, all kinds of wonderfulness. You're all beautiful creatures, and you are made in the image of a wise and powerful being that didn't want to give you six-pack abs. 
I'll see you next week. <laughs>